0: Fight Disciples. Welcome back to the Fight Disciples YouTube channel. This video is dedicated to the world of MMA and the picture at the top of the heavyweight division in the UFC. Before I get to that though, just a little reminder please subscribe to the channel we are trying to grow the community here on youtube so if you could like ring the bell comment on all the things that we make for you on a week by week day by day basis that would be absolutely tremendous and hopefully more people will get to see what we do and therefore there'll be more fight disciples in 2024 right let's get stuck into the video Now, before we get stuck into this, let's have a little recap of the current state of play with the heavyweight world title. If you remember, around about 12 months ago, John Jones made his long-awaited return to the heavyweight division, taking on Cyril Gann for a vacant heavyweight title, a title that was vacated by the once-upon-a-time champion Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou that was supposed to be fighting John Jones. It seemed like we were waiting forever for that fight. It never materialised. Jones came back. He fought Cyril Gann. He beat Cyril Gann. And he became the heavyweight champion of the world. He was then slated to fight Stipe Miocic. Stipe Miocic, for many, the greatest heavyweight of all time. He has definitely got the most amount of heavyweight world title defences. So they made the fight between him and Jones for Madison Square Garden at UFC 295 it didn't come off. Why? Because Jones got himself injured and an injury that required surgery. Surgery which he has just undergone. So the fight fell off. The guy that was the backup fighter, Sergei Pavlovich, stepped into the fight. Did he fight Stipe Miocic? No, he didn't. We are led to believe by Stipe Miocic that he was never actually offered that fight. So on two weeks notice, Britain's own Tom Aspinall steps up and takes on what many consider to be the most dangerous man in the heavyweight division. Let's give you some facts right now. There are people in that heavyweight division that have turned down Sergei Pavlovich. That's right. Tom Aspinall did not do that. He got off the couch and he said, we'll have a go. And let's see if we can win the interim world title. He did that in less than 70 seconds at Madison Square Garden, becoming the interim champion and propelling himself into heavyweight superstardom. Obviously, when Jones comes back, the full champion... The interim champion's going to fight him, we're going to unify the division, and we're going to have one single, one song at heavyweight. Because this, ladies and gentlemen, is not boxing. This is the UFC, and the best fight the best always. Well, maybe not always. And that's the point of this video. So John Jones and Tom Aspinall are having a little bit of a back and forth on social media, disagreeing on who John Jones should be fighting upon his return from injury. Tom Aspinall believes it should be him, seeing as that he is the interim world champion. John Jones is pointing, though, in the direction of Stipe Miocic, and he keeps referring to it as a legacy fight. Stipe Miocic, as I said a moment or two ago, heavyweight heavyweight, with the most amount of world title defences. Stipe Miocic, by the way, who currently is 41 years of age. He hasn't fought for three years and he's coming off a KO loss. After years of us waiting for John Jones to fight Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title, Jones is now alluding to the fact that he's going to fight Stipe and then bounce off into the sunset job done. He doesn't actually categorically say that he will retire after fighting Stipe and maybe coming through and beating him. But he definitely does allude to that on his rant on X Twitter, whatever you want to refer to it now as. Now, as well as consistently referring to a legacy fight with Stipe Miocic, who hasn't fought for three years and he's coming off the back of a KO loss, John also makes reference to Tom Aspinall's resume, stating that it doesn't stack up to his and therefore he doesn't deserve a crack at a legend. Well, of course it doesn't stack up to yours, John. You're both at different stages of your career. You've been at this game for such a long period of time at light heavyweight, going through many legends and nobody's ever going to deny that from you. Tom Aspinall is kind of at the start of his title reign. Very similar to when you fought Shogun. Do you remember Shogun? That same Shogun that had beaten Machida, Liddell, Lil Nog, Nakamura, Rampage. That legend that you got the opportunity against Now, if we're going to look at resume and whether a resume stacks up in order for you to be able to get a shot at a legend, then let's look at the five fights that John Jones had in the build-up to the Shogun fight. Bader, Matyashenko, Hamill, the disqualification loss, Vera, O'Brien, hardly names that stack up in legends when we're talking about stacking up to fighting a legend in Shogun. Don't get me wrong, you had the victory against Stefan Bonner that was also catered in there. But it's pretty much the same as where Tom Aspinall's at right now. Pavlovich, Tybura, Blades, the injury loss, Volkov, Spivak, and we've also got Andrei Orlovsky to sprinkle in there as well. It's pretty much the same, John. John Jones also argues that the fight with Miocic was already arranged. The UFC are on board. And they're all set to make themselves a shitload of money because it's a legacy fight. My question is, how is it a legacy fight? We're not talking about the Stipe Miocic that was fighting in 2016, 2017 and 2018. Beating Stipe Miocic in 2024 is a lot less difficult than beating Tom Aspinall in 2024. Beating Tom Aspinall in 2024, a fighter that is highly likely to become the heavyweight champion of the world and have the most amount of heavyweight world title defenses, and then eventually be classed as the heavyweight GOAT, because let's be honest, records are there to be broken, does more for John Jones's legacy than in beating Stepa Miocic in 2024. It keeps his name alive with future fan bases. Every time Tom Aspinall steps inside the octagon, it doesn't matter who he slayed. There'll always be a yeah, but John Jones beat him. It's like when Floyd Mayweather took on Canelo. Floyd Mayweather, been there, done it, got the t-shirt, multi-weight world champion. He was classed as the best to ever do it. The young buck coming up from Mexico, Canelo. Can you beat the next generation, Floyd? Can I beat him? Get in the ring and I'll take you to school. And that's exactly what he did. And that victory keeps Floyd Mayweather's name alive every single time Canelo steps into the ring. Look what Canelo's gone on to do. Multiweight world champion, unified divisions, become undisputed at 168 pounds. But every time he fights, Floyd Mayweather's either ringside or the commentary team mention his name, keeping his name alive for generations to come to remind them of just how good he was. That victory does more for Floyd Mayweather's legacy than the victory against Manny Pacquiao. I suppose the disheartening thing for Tom and the whole fan base is that the UFC seem to be absolutely on board with John Jones's idea of fighting Stipe Miocic and him not fighting the next generation coming through just to prove how great he really is. It's disheartening. I've no idea why they're doing it because it's completely not like them. In the UFC, the best fight the best always. The champion defends against the number one contender. and in this case, Tom Aspinall is the number one contender. The simple way to solve this, as we're told that John Jones won't be available to the back end of the year, is to have Tom Aspinall fight Steven Meouchich, and the winner gets John Jones. There. Done. The whole point of having an interim title. Is to keep that division moving whilst the champion is unavailable. Nobody has a problem with Tom Aspinall defending the interim championship whilst John Jones is out injured. But when John Jones comes back, the interim champion fights the champion to unify the division. That's how the game works, or that's how the game's supposed to work anyway. Now, if upon return the champion is the one refusing to fight the interim champion and prefers something else instead, then take his belt off him and let him go and have his legacy fight. Does it really need a belt? You still make the dough. You've still got the same marketing, the goat versus the heavyweight goat. You just don't have the heavyweight championship of the world on the line. People would still tune into it. Plus, you've got real clarification on the division. Jones and Stepe are having the legacy fight, highly likely to ride off into the sunset with a shitload of cash in their back pockets. And Aspinall is the real champion taking care of the next generation. Sadly, you know, and I know that this isn't gonna happen. John Jones is gonna fight Stepe Miocić, and Tom Aspinall is gonna to have to wait. John Jones knows that records eventually are broken. It is highly likely in years to come that Tom Aspinall will be classed as the heavyweight GOAT. He will have the most amount of title defences on his resume and he will go through this generation of fighter. The last thing John Jones wants is to be a part of that graveyard. All Tom Aspinall can do is beat whatever the UFC put in front of him. Go and slay the rest of the division and then every single time a microphone is put in front of your face, attack John Jones. Play to his ego. Accuse him of ducking because to a lot of fans that are commenting on this situation that's exactly what it looks like it really is that simple so there you have it the question for you is John Jones ducking Tom Aspinall leave your comments obviously in the comment section and don't forget to like and subscribe to the Fight Disciples YouTube channel and I'll catch you next time Fight Disciples.